0: drunk tank hi i don't know if we're cool <laughs> enough to warrant that uh that that an intro that was pretty serious it was
1: i wonder where he stole it from <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, the, every time i've been listening to it before today i am like guys this stolen?" i've been trying to find it on google yeah. I don't, like don't want to repeat
1: somebody <laughs> wants to let us know who uh who actually made that music please <laughs> yeah
0: uh, someone claiming to be grayden africa says that he uh, he's the one who did it
1: wait a minute i know the real grayden africa <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he even gave me like a phonetic pronunciation of his username oh he did was, he really he was insistent that i not mispronounce it
1: <laughs> are you pronouncing it correctly or no, are you I'm, fucking with i'm
0: totally pronouncing it correctly gray din uh
1: that makes sense to me
0: works for me God. hey it, it, it's a it's we're like half podcast today. it's an
1: intimate pairing this week maybe we should do it NPR style you want to do it NPR style? you know it's funny we just did that uh jack and i just as a joke by the way i'm jeff Oh, and I'm Gus. Hey. Jack and I uh Jack and I just did a uh video for Aliens versus Predator yesterday for Achievement Hunter mm-hmm. and we did that like golf commentator thing just on a whim for fun. And that video's got more view- more comments than just about any other video. Mostly other people going like, I don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> I'm I so thought, confused. It's
0: funny you say golf commentator. I really thought y'all were doing like uh NPR Same uh, thing. type news people. Yeah. Like uh, I-, I just wanted to get a warm cup of tea Terry Gross and sit or, down and- Yeah. Like, listen like to Steve Inskeep. Like, it was like having Robert Siegel and, <laughs> and crew with me.
1: So Rice Hardy Nelson. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're, we're huge nerds.
1: Gus and I, uh, let it be known, are huge NPR fans. Big time. Big time. NPR's pretty hardcore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're extreme like us, then you can listen. Yeah. So I guess uh, we should explain. It's only you and I this week because uh, you know we're back in the swing of things with Red versus Blue production. So it's Boy, are we uh, So we're we're not even recording in our normal room We're back in the conference room again As, as people can probably tell if they can hear the buses And the yeah. construction out behind us
1: They're building a three-story building across the street from us So you might hear some uh, some noises from that <laughs> Some jackhammers and whatnot Why do you need a jackhammer to build a building? Don't you need a jackhammer to tear one down? I think they tear it down
0: and then they rebuild it I Isn't guess. that what they're doing? I don't know, man It's loud, though Also, maybe, maybe instead of hammers, they have jackhammers to like bang all the nails in <laughs> <laughs> That's possible, it goes faster that yeah. way uh,
1: it, uh, also, Bernie was promised to be on the podcast this week And broke his promise I
0: know, I know But, but he's, he's busy
1: He is busy He's working on Red vs. Blue right now As a matter of fact, I was just working on it too uh, about, Until about 35 seconds ago <laughs> And uh, the second this is over I'll be back there working on it again as well
0: And we announced that the uh, the new season of Red vs. Blue I guess is starting April 1st we'll, uh, we'll kick it off on the website But we're showing the first few episodes at PAX East in Boston Was it, I think our panel's on... That weekend, March, sometime between March twenty seventh, I think, in probably, there.
1: yeah. So if you uh, are on the East Coast or have enough disposable income to fly to the East Coast, you can see the first uh, few episodes of Red versus Blue on a big screen in a large room with thousands of people. Mm-hmm.
0: I think when we announce the announcement on our website, we said the first three episodes. I'm not sure if
1: it's. It could be more. It could be less. I think it's going to be at least three episodes. It might be more. Might be more.
0: <sighs> Who knows. Who but, uh, knows? There'll definitely be some cool stuff there.
1: I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm excited about PAX East in general. I had no idea that it was gonna st- it was gonna launch as such a big event.
0: I, I mean, it's unbelievable. I know we talk we've talked about it a lot already, of course, but it's it's mind boggling that they're they're selling it out. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be like sixty thousand people, right? I mean, where do they, where That's do... as big as
1: PAX West. What <laughs> The fuck? I have no idea where they're
0: gonna move to after this. Man, with the
1: moon. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> PAX moon. PAX moon.
0: <laughs> I think they're shooting there for that by 2020. PAX
1: lunar so what do you want to talk about today, Gus?
0: Uh, I don't know, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. I don't I don't want to go too long. I feel like you and I are, are boring. On no,
1: our own. dude, this is we're the dynamic duo. The Best dynamic friends. Tools. We're fucking gabbing away. Oh hey, we should also mention while we're being or plugging our own stuff, we should mention uh that we have a Griffball Ball miniseries up on Halo Waypoint. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, it's called Expansion. I think the first episode just went up the other day. And we have, uh, I think there's two more, there's and then there's uh, a tr- the trailer and the first episode are already up there. And then there's going to be a second episode, a third episode, like a bes- behind the scenes episode, like a spotlight on Rooster Teeth. There's like a, it's a whole, it's a it's a flurry of videos. It's a
0: cornucopia, a if cornucopia, you will. a videocopia. Join us on Halo Waypoint where <laughs> we explore the behind the scenes of Rooster Teeth Productions. <laughs> Like that, something like that. You said it's almost like All Things Considered. Though. That was pretty cool. <laughs> all Things Considered might be my favorite. Okay, enough, of that. Right, enough, enough NPR. Of that. Uh, so I've been playing Heavy Rain. I picked it. You, uh, you know, I picked it up for Achievement Hunter the other day and making some videos for it.
1: Yeah, dude. I was. I got to tell you, I was super, super, super excited for Heavy Rain. Like I, I caught the Heavy Rain bug kind of late. Mm-hmm. Sometime over the weekend, uh, I was getting ready. You know, every, every weekend I, uh, I sit down and I figure out what games are coming out and then I try to divvy them up between you, Jack, and I and who's going to cover what. Mm-hmm. I typically give you the PS3 stuff because you're a little more open minded to the, to PlayStation than Jack and I are. I'm down. And, uh, but so I started watching Heavy Rain videos on GameSpot and I watched about 10 of them and I was like, fuck, I got to have this game immediately. I almost went out and bought a PS3 Slim right then. If I wouldn't have been drunk, I probably would have. Uh, you know, you don't want to drive drunk. <laughs> and so, uh, Tuesday morning, I got up really early and I went to Target to get Heavy Rain for you, and I was so excited. And then, of course, I went to your desk to watch you load it up and play it. And what happened?
0: Well, it took a while before I could start playing.
1: How how long would you estimate we waited around for you to start playing Heavy Rain?
0: I actually was timing it secretly. Oh yeah. Okay, um, I put the disc in, and we, you know, in just to play devil's advocate here, in sure. the PS3's defense, we don't turn it on too often. We don't right, play usually to watch Blu-ray movies. So we turned it on, and I put the game in. And it told me there was a system update. Of course. It took 21 minutes for the system update to complete. I Just to play devil's devil's
1: advocate, I will say that the entire NXC didn't take that long to download. Right. But
0: whatever. Okay, and then once that was done, I was like, okay, great, I can play my game. Put my game in, starts loading up, and it says, oh, there's, like I guess, like a launch day patch for it. There's like a 286 meg uh, patch that has to be installed for Heavy Rain. Okay. So I go through that process, and that's... Um, Oh, I take it back. That's part of the operating system. That was 21 minutes. So the uh, the PS3 system update and the uh, the Heavy Rain update, all told, were 21 minutes. Okay. Then I was like, okay, fine. We're through that. I can play my game. Try to launch the game. The game has to install. Oh. Took another uh, seven minutes. So, but but playing devil's advocate they gave me an origami, a piece of origami paper oh. It's <laughs> so in, you in the PS3 game so I could fold, like, a little thing. And, they, and, like, during the installation screen, they give you, like, a walkthrough on how to fold and make, like, the origami killer's <laughs> little crane. Well, that's nice. So it, uh, took, it took 28 minutes from so the time I opened it to the time I could start. 30
1: now. minutes to play it. Probably could have cut 15 minutes out had you already patched your, your PS3. But your, still, 15 yeah. minutes before you could play the game. Yeah. God, that's annoying. Okay, so then it finally loaded up, and I was super excited, and I watched you play it for about an hour and... You didn't do a goddamn thing. Like you took a shower and you took a piss and you set the table with the fine china and then you played in the yard with your kid. It was more boring than watching The Sims.
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny you say that. I I had the exact same reaction and I showed my wife the video last night. She had the exact same reaction too. She was like, this looks like The Sims. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean it was gorgeous. But you got to think about it this way though. It's like a tutorial level. It's the first level in any game, you know where they're just trying to get you used to the control scheme and it's kind of like a tutorial. I totally get that. And I think the control scheme
1: is really cool and really it's like a... Well, I hope it's more than like a new version of Dragon's Lair because it seemed like almost like quick time events. But it's presented in a very cool way. And I'm sure once you get into the meat of the story and you're chasing down serial killers and punching dudes in the face, then it'll be a really rewarding experience. Yeah, and,
0: you know, I've played Beyond the Prologue a bit and I've gotten into, you know,
1: A couple of the stories and it's it's good are you are you sucked into the story like are you because i everything i read was like you identify so greatly with the character that by the end like you really are emotionally connected to all three of them
0: i'm not really too sucked in yet i've just done the um i guess the first guy's story i've done the private investigator and i just started the fbi guys stuff okay uh so that's where i am so i'm still i guess trying to figure out each character do you have any idea how long that game is uh, I read the GameSpot review, and I think it said between eight and ten hours. It's a perfect length for a game. Yep. anywhere between six and ten hours, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I've, I've I've gotten into a little combat already with as the private investigator, and oh yeah, so yeah, it's it's fun. Well, I, I liked your
1: uh, I liked your first video, and it's getting it's doing uh, it's getting rave reviews across the internet. So. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: the, I, a great many YouTubers have died in the flame wars of that I
1: think video uh, comment. I think uh, there's uh, definitely a need for PS3 trophy videos on a female
0: hunter. Yeah. From what I've seen, the uncharted stuff did really well. This seems to be doing well. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. The, the, I tried to look to see if you know there was much competition. If there were many other people making trophy videos for uh, for Heavy Rain, and there was another guy who had the same like the Happy Birthday walkthrough, which is what I posted. Um, except in his video, in his walkthrough, you can hear like a baby crying in the background, and a bunch of other stuff. So he's being he's being a negligent parent. He's being a negligent parent in real life to be a good parent on in the, the PS3. video game. the video not
1: It's a little weird. Eh, technology. What are you going to do? That's <laughs> <laughs> the way the world's going. Eh, kids,
0: they can fend for themselves. That's true. You can't coddle them forever, Gus. So, I got a bit of a problem, Jeff. All right, what's your problem? Um, The other day, I got uh, a key for the StarCraft II beta. Yes. The problem is that the, you know, Blizzard's a great company because they always launch their games on both Mac and PC platforms. They've always done that. The beta is only on the PC. Oh, what are you going to do about that? When was the last time you owned a PC? Well, it's been a while. But last night, I tried to, to run boot camp on my Mac. Okay. But it said that it couldn't. Repartition my hard drive for some reason. It recommended I reinstall macOS. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> to be able really? to run Boot Camp. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Is this on your MacBook Pro? Yeah. I, I may just like let Time Machine run, back it up, then format it. And you know, Joel's on vacation
1: well. all week, and he has our PC environment in the office. Why don't you just install it on one of his
0: PCs? That's a very good point. Yeah. Maybe I'll go, Maybe I'll be sitting over there the rest of the week.
1: Yeah, you should do it, man. Yeah. You know, I'm excited uh, to watch you play it because one of the most. Uh, fun times i remember is hanging out with you in your old apartment that had the concrete floors and watching you get a hemorrhoid while you played the brood wars <laughs> <laughs> in my defense that wasn't brood war was it?
0: that was uh rainbow six was it yeah i
1: remember watching you play brood wars around the
0: same time yeah that, you were the, obsessed the, with it the hemorrhoid was uh fucking rainbow six <laughs> but brood war i did play a lot of it was good times back when we were all young and full of life back back before i hated everything no yeah. i'm just kidding I, No, you always, I always hated, hated everything everything, everything. It's funny, I I'm I'm am i am i am starting to see Brandon slowly turn. He was so young and full of life when he started working here and now Yeah, he's getting paler and his eyes are getting sunken in and it's getting, like he's slowly turning over to the dark side. He's getting more and more beat down. <laughs> he fell for his first uh fake death hoax on the website the other day. No, he didn't. Yeah. What, what did he fall for? I I don't I don't know. It's like uh he, he was he was like showing it to me like, Oh look, this guy, he was a soldier, he uh he died in Afghanistan. I looked at it I said, That's fake. He goes, no, 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 it's real. I go, no, no, that's, I guarantee you <laughs> that's fake. So he looked into it, and uh, he dug around. He's, he's pretty, he spent like a week trying to figure it out, and he was like, oh, you were right. It was fake.
1: Brandon, I wish if he was only if he'd only listened to us, there's so much we could teach him about the internet and mm-hmm. the world.
0: E- everyone, everyone's always dying, and then coming back.
1: It's true. So hey, dude, uh, Lost was last night. Oh, shit, yeah, it was. Do you want to start the Lost spoiler talk right? Don't listen. Now. And, now. Okay. What did you think?
0: Um, it was good, you know. Uh, well, I liked it. I feel like the episode ended strong on a strong note. I felt like there was a lot of wandering in the jungle, like the Hurley, like like even Hurley acknowledges it. Where he's like, "Oh, it's kind of old school, Jack. You and me walking through the jungle doing shit."
1: I, you know, it's kind of funny. I was talking about this with Bernie earlier, and he had an interesting uh, point about that that I'll I'll speak for him since he can't be here to, to give mm-hmm. his own opinions. I actually liked that particular set of dialogue with Hurley because I kind of had that feeling. As they were walking, and then Hurley Mm -hmm. goes, hey, it's like old times. You and I walking through the jungle going somewhere. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what we're doing. We're just following orders blindly, you know? It actually made me nostalgic for the first couple seasons of Lost. (laughs) Like, it's the first time I've felt that way watching the series. I've never... Lost has never seemed like something I could go back and rewatch because, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, because there's so many questions, and I wouldn't want to go back so far where none of the questions have been answered and watch them be so fucking for be- lack of a better word, lost, mm-hmm. you know, going through it. But that little conversation, It. I don't know, it, I, got, I got, like, all nostalgic, and it kind of made me want to go back and watch season one and season two again. Bernie said that when he watched that, and then also uh, right after that, they found the cave, that they were like, oh, the cave, we used to live here. And then they found Shannon's inhaler on the ground, and they're like, oh, hey, Shannon, remember her? He said that he thought it was their way of acknowledging that hey, this all used to be really important, and we spent years and years building this up, and now it means nothing, and they're just going like, <laughs> to throw away. I, I don't know if I agree with them, but it was an interesting point. Hmm. However, I liked the entire episode.
0: It was great. I had I had one gripe though. It seems you know, Hurley and Jack are going up to the lighthouse, and they have to turn it to 108 degrees. Right. And Jack notices all the names on the at the different degrees. Why don't Why don't they just look and see who's at 108? Right. You know, they like Jack's like smash. You know. <laughs> well, I guess if you believe. Uh,
1: what Jacob said, then maybe it really wasn't – I mean it really wasn't important to turn the lighthouse. They might not have right, even needed they, to do that. They might just wanted to get Jack in there to see Jack's Of name. course, that's what Jacob knew, but they didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. They, their motivation should have been, hey, what, Jack's on here. Let's see if Hurley's on here. Let's see who else we knows Let's on here. Let's certainly see who yeah. we're here to, we're here to yeah, turn it to.
0: Damn, I'm, I'm, of course, from James' perspective, like you said, it doesn't matter. But from their perspective, they, they totally should have been motivated to look at it.
1: Hey, d- the first uh, the first reflection that they saw was like a church or something. Yeah. Do you know, did you get any idea who that was or uh-huh. what that was about? No. no like, I, I haven't read Jeff Jensen's write-up or Lostpedia yet. Yeah, I want to look on Lostpedia and see if they have an answer for that. I, I will say I was annoyed by the promo for next week. Oh, like, we can't show you
0: anything, but yeah, we'll like,
1: answer questions. Next week's episode is so groundbreaking and important. We can only show you a few clips.
0: So God, come on. <laughs> but you it's getting know, annoying. To, to to address your comment about not being able to rewatch old seasons, uh, before last season, I went back and I watched all the other, all the old seasons on DVD leading up to the new season, mm-hmm. leading up to season five, I guess. And uh, it's actually really enjoyable, really watchable. Well, it's always fun to watch a, a
1: great like a body of episodes at once, you mm-hmm. know, instead mm-hmm. of stringing it along week after week. And I'm sure you pick up a little bit here and there. But I would be worried; I would notice inconsistencies and stuff that would bother me. Mm. Because I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of them out there.
0: They're pretty good about that. What would drive you nuts is dropped storylines and stuff that you still don't know about. You know, You know, you're like
1: season one watching. You're like, oh,
0: fuck, they still haven't answered that.
1: I know, right? Like, that that would be the thing. Like, and then they get the hatch, and they're like, whoa, it's a hatch. You'd be like, everything is the hatch. Like, you know the hatch doesn't mean a goddamn thing, you know? (laughs) Who cares about the fucking hatch? Let's move on. Yeah. So, I also don't like, I was thinking about, uh, Bernie and I were talking a little bit about the alternate timeline stuff that's going on, and... His idea or his his view of that is that they're showing that even without the island, these people are so inextricably connected that they can't get away from each other. Mm-hmm. And he feels like they kind of – and that they were paired. And he feels like they kind of blew it with having the
0: Asian dude be at the uh, it, at the piano recital. It's funny he said that because I was thinking the exact same thing. When I saw him at the recital, I thought this is totally out of place. It doesn't fit anymore. I was thinking – and he
1: was like – he was annoyed with Jack having a son. I was thinking that maybe, maybe the whole point of that – is as a throwaway is to just show what their lives were supposed to be like without the influence of the island, hmm. right? Because if you think about it, from an early age, they've been influenced by Jacob and like Richard Alpert. Like Richard Alpert went and saw Locke as a little kid and showed him like the stopwatch right. and, and like the knife and all that shit. And that without any of that influence, this would have been their natural lives. And this is maybe the way of like what I'm hoping is, is maybe this is just their way of showing these people and saying, hey, this is this is the normal life they should have had uh without you know being without having their lives essentially ruined by this stupid island uh but and i regardless I hope they get away from that really quickly
0: mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm sick of I'm sick of the ultimate reality stuff well we really don't care about it when they when they were off the island last season I was afraid that the whole season would be them like just trying to get back to the island but they yeah. did away with that real quick I think they're gonna do the same thing this season where We'll probably very quickly end with the parallel universe stuff.
1: Yeah, either that or Bernie said it would be interesting if uh, those people all ended up back on the island anyway somehow. Like, they just can't get away from... Of course, the island's underwater. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's fucked up.
0: Okay. All right. Are we done? And thus ends end of Lost. Okay. Ooh, that was a... That was intense. <laughs> yeah. Enlightening conversation.
1: Oh, man. So, uh, we've been talking a lot about Austin food lately. Mm-hmm. So I'll continue that. Uh, I read an article the other day about a school bus that sells barbecue, and it drives around town selling barbecue. And so I tracked it down. It's at, like, a different location every day. And I tracked it down in a lumberyard the other day, Mm -hmm. and I ordered a hamburger and uh, a mac and cheese wedge, which is, like, if you made a mac and cheese a pie and then you, like, cut a wedge out. That sounds good. It was pretty good. My burger was undercooked. But uh, it's kind of a cool experience to eat uh, out of a, in a lumberyard parking lot out of a school bus. Didn't they forget part of your order, though? They forgot. I ordered a jalapeno sausage, and they forgot. It. I'm a little sad about that. Mm-hmm. But well, I wasn't going to drive all the way back over town to find
0: it. Yeah, well, and, and on that same note, we found that uh, Mexican-Korean food truck Oh, cilantro. Right. That's like Kogi out in L.A. It was really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. I Have think- we talked about that already? No, we haven't talked about it in the podcast. I mean, okay, we made journals. We did it because we ate there last Thursday. I like that they make you work
1: for that food because they they move that truck around every week too, and you have to like follow them on Twitter. Yeah, or I, I, I was going to say we
0: should go eat there for lunch today, but I should you know I got to check Twitter and see if they're downtown today. <laughs> or not. No, I think I think they're supposed to be downtown today. Are they? Yeah, I'm down with it, dude. If you want to get some more, you had awesome. the burrito, right? Yeah, it was good.
1: You liked it? Yeah. And you said the uh, the salsa was like kimchi salsa. Yeah, it was weird, but it was good.
0: Yeah, it was real good. All right, cool, I would I would give it a shot. I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm definitely gonna give it a shot. Um, this is totally unrelated, but the other day I saw an article on CNN that's saying Las Vegas is considering opening a liquor store at the airport. Really? Yeah. I guess, um, you know, there's already, obviously, you know, at all airports, there's already, like, the bars. duty-free and, shop. And, and, and well. some, yeah, yeah, some have duty-free shops, but this would be, like, a liquor store, like, next to baggage claims. So, like, as you get there, you get your bags, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy some booze for <laughs> for the cab ride to the hotel. Dude, I hope they do that because that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Can you drink in a cab in Las Vegas? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh man, why don't we move to Las Vegas? Uh, I, I think Las Vegas has very lax laws about like open containers and drinking and stuff.
1: Didn't you have an incident where you, <laughs> yes. the, what was it? The parking lot attendant made you go out to the out to the street to drink your alcohol? Yeah. yeah. It was, I, was, a- I was walking
0: down the street. My wife wanted to go to some crappy uh, like little you know tourist trap shop yeah so i walked over with her and i was like i got bored inside the shop so i was like you know drinking out in the parking lot and security came over and was like sir you can't drink in the parking lot i was like what she's like you have to go to the street and drink your <laughs> and drink your liquor sir Sir, like, please go drink in public okay i'll go to this i'll go to the street and drink my beer <laughs> reminds me of growing up in uh, like around new orleans you know it was always like that it was great i've only ever been in new orleans once when oh I, really when i was in college and i remember it stinking yeah well you know
1: a lot of stuff smells yeah (laughs) but like for me growing up in mobile alabama it was uh it was about a two-hour drive to new orleans and the drinking age was still 18 back then Mm -hmm. so like every weekend you would just be like uh i'm gonna go stay at my friend's house and then drive to new orleans
0: (laughs) (laughs) when did they just kidding, mom that never happened they changed that like uh 96 97 is when they raged i was i was over 21 so it didn't matter to me at that point I, like I think they changed it right before I turned 18 I think right around that time oh, and I, and I was sucks. gonna go to college in Houston and they fucking raised it that's too bad man.
1: stupid, stupid. Houston's still a good drive to New Orleans though yeah but it's
0: still cl- be like close s- to, six hours closer than Eagle Pass <laughs> I guess that is true yeah. yeah it's it's like six hours the one time I went where I went uh, from Houston
1: but from in Mexico doesn't have
0: a drinking age does it that's like, true so in Mexico you could have you could be drinking at seven. Yeah, that's true, but I don't want to. I didn't want to go to university. <laughs> get, get my schooling in Mexico. No, no, no. What's the university in Piedras Negras? You know, I have no idea. I don't there, even know if there is one. There's got to be. It's a big town. There's like two hundred thousand people there, right? I guess. Yeah. There's like two hundred thousand. I guess. Yeah. Two or three hundred thousand. I don't know. What. Town that invented the nacho. Yep. You know that restaurant closed. No, really. Yeah, yeah. That used to be our thing. Like every time I'd
1: go stay with your family, we'd go to Piedras for the weekend. Stay with your family and go past, them, go into Mexico. Mm-hmm. We would always eat at that restaurant.
0: Yeah, they, they closed
1: oh i'm so sad to hear that what was that place called Ma- more than moderno more.
0: Mm-hmm. why'd they close just bad uh, recession or? i guess bad business Damn, dude that place has been open for a long time
1: <sighs> now i'm all depressed
0: why do we always end up talking about food
1: because it's because uh, the podcast is always right around lunch i guess so. and you and i are like everybody else in the office just eats lunch whenever two three o'clock i don't get that i don't get that either you and i eat lunch at 11 30 every day yeah we want to eat. get rid
0: of it get it out of the way no, no, no! I'm you don't want to get it out of the way. You got to fucking enjoy it. No, You're like you gotta. It's like a present you give yourself every day that it's you can it. eat. <laughs> it's amazing. I want nachos now. <laughs> I wonder if they sell any Korean nachos down at uh, Chilantro. Well, unfortunately, they don't, I don't think. Yeah. Well, Gus, is there anything else we should talk about on this abbreviated podcast? I don't know. You got anything you want to talk about?
1: Well, let's see. We talked about Rivers Blue. We talked about Lost. We talked about Griff Ball. We talked about uh, Achievement Hunter. Oh, we're doing a, a community play date. Tomorrow night on Achievement Hunter, we're doing a multi- Bioshock multiplayer. Bioshock two multiplayer. Bioshock two multiplayer. Sorry, it would be you would be shit out of luck if you showed up <laughs> to play Bioshock one multiplayer. And uh, and then Saturday, the the community is having their own play date for Aliens versus Predator. Mm. So you should check out uh, the Achievement Hunter group for that, and then also Achievement for ours. So, are, are the
0: humans worth a damn at all in Aliens vs. Predator? Like, if you play online, do you are you just, like, caught in the crossfire? Are you just fodder?
1: You know, I don't know. I'm doing the, uh... There's, like, audio diaries mm-hmm. for the human side, and uh so I just played through the entire game on the human campaign, and you're pretty fucking weak. Like, there's a point... I played it on easy, because I was trying to... Anytime I capture for Shima Hunter, and I'm trying to get logs or whatever, I always do it on easy, because speed is, uh, you know, critical to get these things out fast. And, uh, even on easy, like, there's, you fight a predator once... Even though the game's Aliens vs. Predator, you only fight one Predator throughout six levels. And uh, it takes like 20 minutes to beat that guy. It's (laughs) so fucking annoying. And all the aliens, it's just, yeah, I don't know.
0: Humans are pretty goddamn underpowered. Yeah. But I guess that makes sense. You know, um, back when we used to go to Sundance, I had a history of watching, like, bad movies. Uh, bad, like, big Hollywood movies while we were there at Sundance. Like, we would rent them on video or they'd be where we were staying or something. Yep. And that's where I watched Alien vs. Predator. The movie. Uh, me
1: too. We saw it together. You and me and Kathleen
0: and yep. Griffin and maybe Bernie. Everybody. We were in that, the basement yep. of that house. We saw that uh, surprised alien face. a oh, surprised right. Predator Surprise face. Predators. When uh, the alien burst out <laughs> of the ice. <laughs> that's so great. And I think I saw – what was that other movie uh, with uh, Matthew McConaughey? They're, like, in the desert and – Oh, the the Treasure yeah. movie? I saw that one too, the next year yeah. at Sundance after that. I, I tried to watch that movie, and I made it about 20 minutes in and had to turn it, it off. Was, it was on a fucking VHS tape in the condo we were staying in. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I, also, I can remember the last time I'd even seen a VCR. I went to the movies,
1: <laughs> for some reason during Sundance, I went to a regular movie theater <laughs> to see a movie, and Griffin and I tried to watch that uh that I guess it was Yui Bowl, but the uh, alone in oh, yeah, alone in the dark alone in the
0: dark movie with with Tara Reed. Tara Reed and Christian Slater, and we had to walk out.
1: That was pretty bad.
0: Uh, and then we also one year I don't know if you went this year went to the movie theater and watched King Kong. I didn't go for that. No, it, we we just have a bad track record of going and then like going to normal movie theaters. Yeah, because well, you know they'll be empty, right? Yeah. Man, speaking of
1: Sundance, I watched an episode of The Simpsons last night that I'd never seen before. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Sundance episode? Did mm-hmm. you watch that? Yeah. It's a pretty fucking funny episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had some bad stuff, but uh, Homer's line when uh, Lisa tells him she's going to be making a documentary about the family, and he asks if he can play Smithers, and she says, no, Dad, I want you to play Homer Simpson. <laughs> he yep. says, why? Is it because I'm fat? <laughs>
0: My favorite part, <laughs> part of that episode line. is uh, was when uh, – as a superintendent Chalmers, like, "Wait, this can't really be happening." <laughs> oh, with like, all the when they go
1: through the the wedding chapel, yeah. And like, they no, have you're, wives? you're
0: unconscious in the snow, and it just like smashed yeah. up to them, like passed out.
1: That was pretty fucking funny too. That's
0: a good. It's, it's an alright episode. Yeah, I dug it. Uh, every, every time my wife and I see that episode, she always asks, "Who the fuck is Jim Jarmusch?" You want to not know who Jim Jarmusch is? <laughs> and then I, then then we'll have a conversation where I'll, I'll I'll name off some of his movies. She's like, "Nope, nope, nope, haven't seen any of those." <laughs> she hasn't seen Dead Man. No, really. And we 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 even we even. You guys have both seen Way of the Samurai? Right. The last time we saw that episode, I, I even put Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai in our Netflix queue. We watched it. And I reminded her last night. and She was like, what was that movie about? And I told her, she's like, I don't remember it.
1: <laughs> Man, I, I liked that movie a lot when I saw it. it doesn't hold up. <laughs> no, it was not that like great. Like 99 or whatever when it came out. No, it was only like 97. It was a good movie. Very quickly got
0: dated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a strange to see the younger Forrest Whitaker. It is a little did, strange. Did you ever see The Last King of Scotland? No man but I heard he's awesome in it. It's awesome. I watched it on um one of our flights somewhere. I don't remember where but it was really good. He's one of my favorite actors. I really like him. He was fucking awesome in The Shield. Yeah, he was. He was really good in it. You Shield. know I still haven't watched the last season of The Shield. I need to get that like an iTunes or something. It's on Netflix streaming. Oh yeah, I'll just do yeah. that. That's free.
1: I watched the first episode like I mean, well, two I months ago. That, yeah,
0: well, yeah. You pay a monthly
1: subscription. Yeah. But yeah, no no, it is on Netflix streaming. It's in my queue and I I always mean to watch it but you know usually Millie's around or Griffin doesn't like The Shield, so mm. I I always end up watching fucking Honey, I Blew Up the Kid or Caillou or some lame cartoon instead. Uh, that sounds awesome. You know how many times I've seen Honey, I Blew Up the Kid? Hmm. Like 15.
0: <laughs> you also watch uh, Totoro, right?
1: Yeah, Millie watches Totoro a lot, but she's kind of on a, in a non-Totoro phase right now. She uh, She's really into this like PBS kids show called Caillou. I don't know. It's really boring. And then she likes, uh, for some reason, The Parenthood. The uh, Brian Grazer, uh, Ron oh. Howard film, The Parenthood. And
0: uh, maybe she's getting ready for the TV show that's coming out. I don't <laughs> know. And Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, which is just atrocious. Well, I hope Millie doesn't listen to the podcast because she'll be devastated that you don't like her favorite her favorite things. No, I don't think she'll care. Okay.
1: Although I will say, in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid has a uh, appearance of a young uh, Carrie, what's her name? Carrie Russell. Oh, really? She's the girl in it, yeah. Man, I, he I... even has her in a
0: bikini at a water park. Oh, nice. I know I saw Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But I, that was, you know... When it came out in the theater, I don't think I saw any of those other ones. No, I don't I don't know if these were theatrically released or not. Oh, okay. I, I ju- yeah, they couldn't have been, man. Rick Moranis <laughs> wasn't the, uh, the incredible box office draw that he was. Yeah. What?
1: What? He was in so many movies in the 80s and 90s. You don't even realize it. But going back and watching, mm-hmm. I see him in everything now. Like, he was in the Parenthood. He was one of the dudes in the Parenthood. I'd completely forgotten that. Hmm. You know who else is in the Parenthood? Who? Keanu Reeves. Really? Yeah. Man, I haven't seen that movie. I remember that movie and I think of... Mary Steam Virgin and Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. I don't think of anybody else. But, yeah, no, it had uh, Martha Plumpton in it and Cameron uh, Reeves
0: and just a ton of fucking people. Man, there's, like, so many movies like that that Jason I, pr- Robards. I, I probably haven't seen in, like, 15 years. It holds up. It would be, like, a totally new movie to me again if I were to sit down and watch it. Yeah, it was a, it was a brand new movie for me when I watched it again. And it holds up. Oh,
1: you know who else is in that movie?
0: Hmm. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Really?
1: Yeah, he plays the kid in it. It's a crazy cast. Insane. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we should probably wrap up. I know you got a lot of uh, red versus blue work ahead of you oh, today. Oh god! But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> don't sound so defeated. So it's good stuff. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: I, it's fun to finally be
0: making it again. It was fun uh, recording my dialogue yesterday. It's been a long time since so I recorded uh, like some Simmons dialogue. And Dude, I had to do some interesting things. We recorded so much dialogue yesterday.
1: Like usually we record an episode at a time, so it's usually uh, you know like ten lines per character. right. right. Maybe about a ten minute recording file. You had seventy lines. In this latest uh, recording session, it was three or four episodes worth for... It's, it's the stuff we're debuting at PAX. It was like 44 pages of script, and it, I was I did the selects on your audio this morning, and it took me... It must have taken me 40 minutes to do your selects.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Was, well, I was in there for a while.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I followed up by doing mine, which I hate. I hate to do my own selects. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's worst. the worst. That's the worst. You don't listen like, to
0: yourself. Oh, man. You know,
1: and you're like, oh, I sound like such a dickhead imagine
0: how i feel doing the fucking podcast every week yeah i don't envy that like "Uh, that's why i never talk in the final podcast i just cut all my lines out (laughs) today's podcast will be just 15 minutes of jeff talking (laughs) reflections from jeff (laughs) all right well let's let's wrap it up so we can uh, get to work and go eat all
1: right next week let's try to have a bernie podcast we'll we'll try we'll try see if we can do it well thanks for listening everyone ttfn